Welcome to the app called Marion, what is it called? Mary, simple, Mary. All right, great. It's on, if you can't find it, let me know, but there's a picture of Mary and it's called Mary. Good enough. <laughs> there's one for St. Joseph, Padre Pio, Divine Mercy, Divine Mercy, another one, St. Stanislaus, Catholic Calendar. There's too many apps. Too many books. We're just going to focus on this one for today. Great. Now that we've heard that awesome introduction about what a dulia is, you want to review? Great. Let me give you a quick summary. Okay. Since Mary is a creature and because she demonstrated a particular excellence, we should honor Mary with dulia. Here's a new word for you. D-U-L-I-A, right? I don't know. What does that mean? Hyperdulia. Marian doctrine. Marian devotion. Latria, hyperdulia. Can we get definitions for all these? Great. We're just going to read the summary real quick, and if it doesn't answer a question, we're going to look up the etymology. Let's give it a chance. All right, let's dive in. We should honor Mary with dulia. Right. Well, not exactly. Okay, what do you mean? Because Mary's excellence is so extraordinary, greater than that of all creatures, we ought to show her a super extraordinary kind of veneration. Classical theology calls this super extraordinary kind of veneration, hyperdulia. In the other sections of this chapter on Marian devotion, we will see more clearly why Mary's excellence is so extraordinary. Then, in the next chapter, Marian devotion will discover ways that we can live out this extraordinary kind of, of veneration that is owed to the Mother of God. In summary, we honor alone God. We honor God alone by we honor God by giving him adoration. Latria. Latria means adoration. Why? Because what do you call the things of your heart physically? Latria. Like latitude, longitude. Like, we'll look it up anyways. We honor deserving creatures by giving them veneration. Honor is linked to this word called veneration because they deserve it. Why? Because God deserves it. Why? Because he's God. He created all things. You deny him, you deny your mother, you don't suck on her, you're going to die, baby of one day old. Great. All right. Reborn. Are you? I don't know. And we honor Mary by giving her a super extraordinary veneration. Hyperdulia. I'm hyper. Are you? Great. Because her God-given excellence surpasses that of all other creatures. Make sense? Great. By the way, okay, when we give due honor and veneration to creatures who excel in their love of God, okay, this is especially pleasing to God and gives Him glory. I think that's enough said. Mic drop. Next chapter. Moving on. We'll be right back. For those who have a simple question such as, what is Mary plus? Like a plus one plus. The chapter on this app 
called Mary Plus has to do with those things about Mary, something about Mary, that doesn't quite fit the categories of doctrine and devotion. Okay, this is the extra plus stuff, okay. This chapter thus will cover things such as Marian apparitions, pilgrimage sites, pilgrimages. We're going to go on pilgrimages and we're going to see some apparitions and study about her apparitions. She's appeared to us. Really? Yeah, man. I'm telling y'all, we've been missing out. Pilgrimage sites. We're going to visit them all. Okay, but this is later. We can't. I'm waiting for you guys to hurry up. Anyways. And images of Mary in art. Oh my gosh, you guys. Anyways, it is also a place where people can learn about a religious community. I want to commune. <gasps> Please. That is dedicated to Mary. Please. Mama. What's that song? Beatles. The Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. M-F-I-C. You can't forget Mary without fathers. Hello. Fathers of Mercy, can somebody go to St. Paul Center? All these channels, I'm seeing them popping up every day. Like, I'm being overloaded by mass right now. You don't understand. I'm so... What's that E word? Not that other E word. Ecstatic? Something like that. Ecstasy? Something like that. Not the pill. The real stuff. I want the real stuff. Don't give me no pills. Who wrote and designed this app. Period. All right. Next chapter. We're done with the introduction, you guys. Here's a little hand sticking out to you. He's sticking his little hand out to you like the image, right? So next would be timeline, dogmas, FAQs, titles of Mary, and resources. What should we pick up first? You want timeline or dogmas? I can't decide. Any, meeny, miny, mo. Timeline. Great. The main events in the history of the church. All right. I'm going to start next section because it's kind of long. Oh my goodness. All right. Let me look at dogmas real quick. All right. There's four dogmas. Mother of God, Immaculately conceived, ever virgin, assumed into heaven. Let's go, the first one. All right. We're going to start with Mother of God. Great. We'll be right back. I'm going to charge my phone. You know, I was so encouraged today when I heard at Mass Father Kaz say, I love what you guys are doing on the internet. And I'm like, thanks, Father. I needed that. That's what I was waiting for. Thank you. Anyways, Mother of God, the early Christians usually referred to Mary in their writings in one of two ways. First, they simply called her the Virgin, like Virginia. This was a reference to the miracle of the virginal conception of Jesus Christ in her womb and also to Mary's perpetual virginity. Yeah, you guys, important, perpetual I know it's hard to accept, but come on, hang in with me, all right? It's all going to be explained. I'm going to read you the story. It's all in there. Just email me, whatever, but we'll get to it. I'll prove it. He already has. I'll read it for you. Anyways, I'm excited, aren't you? This was a reference to the miracle of the virginal conception, Virgin Mary, of Jesus Christ in her womb, and also to her number two, most important, right? One, two, three, perpetual virginity. So second, we call her the mother of God. Did he or did he not come out of her womb? Did you or did you not come out of your womb? I don't know. Does he have a belly button? You want to stick your finger in it? Hurry up. I'm trying to meet him. Come on. Let's get this done, Thomas. In this book, Introduction to Mary, Catholic theologian, 
theologian, doctor, doctor, Mark Maravalle, calls his first, my first and foremost truth about Mary, the truth from which all her other roles and all her other honors flow. She's the source, A.K.A. Though others, such as Saint Maximilian Kolbe, oh my gosh, you guys gotta learn about this guy. <laughs> yeah, would argue that Immaculate Conception deserves this distinction. Kobe here. He goes on to explain that Mother of God means Jesus is truly the Son of God, and Mary is repeatedly referred to in Scripture as the Mother of Jesus. Says Matthew, says John, and says Acts. Then Mary must be the true mother of God, made man. Period. Oh, dang it! Lost my place. Saint Paul, also Saint Paul, Saint Pope Saint Paul here, also wit. I witnessed. Ooh. I witnessed to the divine maternity. DM. Oh yeah, DM me. <laughs> what does that mean? Direct message. Oh, okay. Saint Paul here. Witness. I witnessed to the divine maternity when he, when I states stated in his letter, in my letter to the Galatians, to the Galatians. Quote. When the fullness of time had come, wow, the fullness of time had come, says Saint Paul in Galatians. God sent forth His Son. Yes, He did. Yes, He did. Born of a woman. Yes, He did. Yes, He did. Says Galatians. Awesome. Four, four. Say, say. Two times. Four. Verse 4. Awesome. I don't know why that's important. Because you're going to die if you don't understand this. If you don't agree, you're going to die. Got to get it good. If you're dead, you don't have to listen to me anymore. Let's go. Introduction to Mary. Or you can still just listen. You just can't push no buttons. Just listen. Watch and learn. Introduction to Mary is the name of the book. Third edition. Golata, California, Queen Ship. Oh, yeah. Santa Maria, Pinta. Yeah. Fatima, Columbus, pray to St. Columbus before you travel out the door, period. We're going to reach too many to read. Queenship Publication, Publishing, 2006, page 52 to 53. Awesome. We need to be clear that the early Christians never claimed that Mary was the mother of God in heaven. Oh, really? Before he came to heaven? Uh-huh. That would be impossible. Okay. Exclamation mark. Hello. They never claimed that Mary's mo- Mary was the mother of God in heaven. They never claimed that. Why? Because he didn't come to earth yet. Duh. That would be impossible. Yeah. Mary is a creature. Got it. And a creature cannot bring into existence a divine person in heaven. Okay. In heaven, right? Can't. Okay, great. Okay, that's 
fights on earth, under the earth, and in heaven. Great. After all, the divine Son of God exists eternally. Get it? Got it? Good? It's a mystery. Great. Whereas Mary only came into existence at her own conception and birth in the first century B.C., by calling her of the mother of God. The early Christians simply meant to say that she was the mother of God, of the divine son of God and his human form, the mother of God incarnate. Incarnate comes from the Latin incarnatus, U.S. at the end, which means in the flesh. Any more questions? I will now direct you to my YouTube channel that I actually started before this podcast, but I don't have time to do it and I can't solve my problem of having bad audio because I have to do it from my computer, but I will try. I just had an inspiration to try to do it from my phone on YouTube, so I will try. Can you guys remind me of that? If it matters to you so much to get this on YouTube. But if you want to go to my YouTube channel, there is actually, I started to read the life and birth of Mary all the way back, 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 back to the future of her parents, Anna and Joachim in their love story. And you guys got to just hear this for yourself, please, so I can stop explaining myself. And then email me and tell me you like it so I can move on because I haven't even finished the whole book yet. And I can't seem to find it. And I know I can't find it because you guys are not ready for it. So please let me know when you are. Until then, it's on my YouTube channel. What's the name? Same name. Javine. Grooving on up. G-J-V-I-N-E, the vine. All right, back to it. Next, we're still on Mother of God tab. Okay, here again is Dr. Miravalli explaining what precisely does Mary give to Jesus in her act of motherhood? Hmm? First of all, Mary did not give Jesus his divine nature, nor did Mary give Jesus his divine personhood. No. Both of these divine aspects of Jesus Christ existed from all, from all eternity. From all eternity existed. Both of these divine aspects of Jesus Christ. However, quoting, 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 from Galatians, when in the fullness of time God sent his son, born of a woman, Galatians 4, 4, Mary gave to Jesus a human nature identical to her own. Cite, Introduction to Mary, page 55. On the other hand, it would not be true to say that Mary is the mother only of Christ's human form because no one can give birth to something vague and abstract like human nature. Like, what is that? I don't know. Mother. Mothers don't give birth. Do I? Do I? Hold on. I need to charge my phone. I'm so sorry. Hold on one second, please, please, please. Okay, thank you. Okay, what am I? Mothers do not give birth to quote-unquote human nature in the abstract, but to persons with a human nature, agreed. In other words, 
a real human nature always has to belong to someone. Do I? Okay. It has to be someone's human nature that was born. Okay, I, I completely agree. I have a belly button. In this case, the someone was the divine, small d, capital P, capital S, capital G, PSG, was the divine person of the son of God. All right, my brain's blowing up. In this case, the someone was the divine person. All right, just say the P word. All right, person of the Son of God. All right, great. Just move on, colon. It was the divine Son himself. All right, I accept it. Jesus, don't make my head blow up. In his human nature, all right, it was the divine son himself, comma, in his human nature. Get it? Got it? Hand, meet, glove. All right. It was present in Mary's womb. All right? Great. And it was born in Bethlehem with a B. All right? And this was why we can say that Mary was the mother of God, colon, because the Son of God uh, received his human flesh from her and was born from her as a fully human being. Can we agree on that? Period. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, CCC, summarizes the church's teaching on Mary as mother of God, colon, called in the disciples, I'm sorry, I'm so hungry, you guys, I'm a bit fasting, I need some water, called in the Gospels, quote, the mother of Jesus, comma, unquote. We're going to, okay, let me hang in there. We're going to finish this up. End of the mother of God chapter. Okay, great. Mary is acclaimed by Elizabeth. Great, great, great. I need some baptism. John the Baptist. Come on, come on, come on. Leap the moment Mary comes in, right? Okay. Mary is acclaimed. Sit up and breathe. Sit up and breathe. Is acclaimed by Elizabeth at the prompting of the Spirit. Give me some Holy Spirit. <sighs> Dude, I feel Father Alar's pain, man. He's always like, give me some water. Give me some water. <laughs> give me my glasses. Give me my glasses. I love Father Alar. I love Father Alar Jesus. Thank you for everybody. All of them. I love all of them. Tyler, Galloway, Kaz, Stanislavski. All of y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I invoke y'all. Whatever. You're still alive. The mother of Jesus is acclaimed by Elizabeth at the proclaiming of the Spirit, and even before the birth of her son, as the mother of my Lord. Yeah, my baby been leaping in my womb the moment he saw you. Hallelujah. In fact, you want more of that? That was in Luke 
John and Matthew. They all said it's three, three, three witnesses, good enough. In fact, the one whom she conceived as man by the Holy Spirit, who truly became her son, according to the flesh, was none other than the Father's eternal Son, with the capital S, the other serpent, the good one, the cobra. Oh, yeah, strike you from above. The second person of the Holy Trinity, H.T., period. Oh, small p, second person, little s, little p, okay, because... It's just a word we're using, all right? Can we not play taboo? Just Can we just get on with, go beyond words and get to the concept, people. Make it easy, simple. Kiss it, kiss it. Sweet and simple, kiss it. Keep it simple, keep it sweet. Hence, the church confesses, confess, that Mary is truly, quote unquote, the mother of God. Theotokos, you want me to go Latin on your ass? Sorry, Greek. Theotokos, tukus, tukus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give that theology some tuckus. Good enough. The end. Bye-bye. Kiss it. Kiss it. Kiss it. Did you? Okay. Okay. Picture this. WWF. Or was it WWE? Whatever. They had a dispute. So, remember that episode where he, they, it was the chapstick? And they were like, make, they made McMahon kiss the butt. Remember something about chapstick? Anyways, whatever. Go watch it. I'll find it for you some other time. Bye. Oh, can we got can can we bring back flash mobs? See, this is how I'll know that people are listening to me because all of a sudden people will be doing flash mobs again. That would be so cool. Here's a here's a flash mob doing uh, Men in Black back in 20, 2012. Out in the mall. Did you ever see? Oh, this will be a perfect time to show you that flash mob thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The second thing we ought to do, besides going to Mass daily, where we are attending God, giving God to God, and therefore refreshing ourselves and our souls, we can also do personal adoration wherever we are. I was inspired by this video of a Franciscan monk who did a, who brought our Lord in his big monstrate thingy, you know, the thing that holds the host, monstrate, and he just held it up, and this is what happened, just watch and listen, it's awesome. Search for the one that say Hellas going down the rabbit hole. That's all about Matrix. Jesus Christ is in every book of the Bible. In Genesis, Jesus is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb. 
in Leviticus, he's the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. In Numbers, he's the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, Jesus is the prophet like Moses. Come and kneel before him now. In Joshua, Jesus is the captain of our salvation. In Judges, he is our judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, he is our kinsman, redeemer. In 1 and 2 Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In Ezra, he is the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. Come and kneel before him now. In Nehemiah, Jesus is our restorer. In Tunbit, he's the messenger of new life. In Judith, his weakness turned into victory. In Esther, he's our advocate. In 1 and 2 Maccabees, he's the leader who dies for God's law. Come and kneel before him now. In Job, Jesus is our ever-living redeemer. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. In Proverbs, he is our wisdom. In Ecclesiastes, he is our hope of resurrection. In the Song of Songs, he's our loving bridegroom. In wisdom, he's the emanation of God's thought. In Ecclesiasticus, Jesus is our security. Come and kneel before him now. In Isaiah, Jesus is the suffering servant. In Jeremiah, he's the righteous branch. In Lamentations, he's our weeping prophet. In Baruch, he is the mercy from the eternal one. In Ezekiel, he's the one with the right to rule. In Daniel, Jesus is the fourth man in the fiery furnace. Come and kneel before him now. In Hosea, Jesus is the faithful husband forever married to the sinner. In Joel, he's the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and fire. In Amos, he's the restorer of justice. In Obadiah, he's mighty to save. In Jonah, he is our great foreign missionary. In Micah, Jesus is the feet of one who brings good news. Come and kneel before him now. In Nahum, Jesus is our stronghold in the day of trouble. In Habakkuk, he is God my saviour. In Zephaniah, he is the king of Israel. In Haggai, he is the signet ring. In Zechariah, he is our humble king riding on a colt. In Malachi, Jesus is the son of righteousness. Come and kneel before him now. In Matthew, Jesus is God with us. In Mark, he is the son of God. In Luke, he is the son of Mary, feeling what you feel. In John, he is the bread of life. In Acts, Jesus is the saviour of the world. Come and kneel before him now. In Romans, Jesus is the righteousness of God. In 1 Corinthians, he is the resurrection. In 2 Corinthians, he is the God of all comfort. In Galatians, he is your liberty. He sets you free. In Ephesians, Jesus is the head of the church. Come and kneel before him now. In Philippians, Jesus is your joy. In Colossians, he is your completeness. In 1 and 2 Thessalonians, he is your hope. In 1 Timothy, he is your faith. In 2 Timothy, Jesus is your stability. Come and kneel before him now. In Titus, Jesus is truth. In Philemon, he is your benefactor. In Hebrews, he is your perfection. In James, he is the power behind your faith. 
In 1 Peter, he's your example. In 2 Peter, Jesus is your purity. Come and kneel before him now. In 1 John, Jesus is your life. In 2 John, he is your pattern. In 3 John, he is your motivation. In Jude, he is the foundation of your faith. In Revelation, Jesus is your coming king. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He is the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, he always is, and he always will be unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised and brought healing. He was pierced and eased pain. He was persecuted and brought freedom. He was dead and brought life. He's risen and brings power. He reigns and brings peace. The world can't understand him. The armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him, and the leaders can't ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. The Pharisees couldn't confuse him. The people couldn't hold him. Nero couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't silence him. The New Age can't replace him. And Oprah can't explain him away. He is life, love, longevity and Lord. His goodness, kindness, gentleness and God. He is holy, righteous, mighty, powerful, pure. His ways are right, his words eternal. His rules unchanging and his mind is on me. He is my redeemer. He is my saviour. He is my God. He is my priest. He is my joy. He is my comfort. He is my Lord and he rules my life. explain everything guys in simple words when you go to mass you receive him and you eat him spiritually and physically you take that home you are a priest men in your own home so you share that whatever you got from God from mass and it's not just physical it's not just physically being there oh I went to mass today no. Did you eat it? in the? Is, are you thinking about it? Are you chewing about it in your head, in your brain? Or are you thinking about everything but him? Are you, are you singing it? When you're singing and humming a tune, are you thinking of him? When you're, when you're getting a cup of coffee, are you, are you kissing him and thanking him and drinking like it's blood, his blood? When you eat something, is it tasteless or does it taste good because you appreciate everything that he did? The sun, the water, the dirt that went into making this food. One from me, one from you, it's from him. We're so scared of global warming, but we don't understand. It's all been in his hands. The clouds are like dust upon his feet. It's not even his feet, those are dust. Can you imagine an ant looking at your feet going, what, what is that? It, I don't know, he just, he's, get, he's just been eating your dust. We've just been eating his dust. Stick with him, come on, baby. Hold on, baby. Baby, hold on. Baby,
yourself one question. Are you, you're torn, if you're torn, you feel like there's something you love and you don't want to let it go, but then there's this other thing that's like telling you to go with it and... <laughs> search for that. The one who you love. Lyrics. Oops, I can't spell. Can I spell? L-O-V-E. Alright. Lyrics. I need to sing. I need to sing about Jesus. Give me some words. You source of the word. Give me the word. I have a feeling in my heart and I can't express myself. Lord, give me your words to tell me who should I stay with, you or that other thing I can't seem to cut off and shout. The one you love. I know you need a friend, someone you can talk to. Who you'll understand what you're going through. I get it. When it comes to love, there's no easy answer. Only you can say what you're gonna do. Dang it, for better or for worse, I gotta make a decision. I heard you on the phone. Really? You took his number, alright, back then, said you weren't alone, but you'd call him soon. I'm so sorry, confession time. Isn't he the guy, the guy you love, the guy who left you crying? Yeah, life sucks. Isn't he the one who made you blue? Yeah, we're both blue. Mm-hmm. When you remember those nights in his arms and hers, you know you gotta make up your mind. Why? Are you gonna stay with the one who loves you? Or are you gonna back to the one you love? Can I love them both? Someone's gonna cry when they know they lost you. Someone's gonna thank the stars above. Alright, so they're gonna lose me because I don't want to be with them because I have an enmity, this thing I can't understand. I just don't like them. I don't know why. Man, I've had so many boyfriends. Whatever. I just don't know why. I just, they try to kiss me. They try to get with me physically. But, the, but they don't even freaking understand me. Like, 
y'all don't freaking understand me. I had this guy give up. Valentine's Day freshman year high school. I had this boy come up. Best Valentine's Day ever. Anyways, I'll tell you more about it later. Focus. There's this one boy who came up to me. We were all, it was, everybody was leaving. You know, bell rang. Everybody got on the bus, go home. Crowds of people in the main lobby. This boy comes up to me and gives me a Valentine's Day gift. And he was like, I love you. I was like, why? <laughs> I don't know you. I have no idea who you are. My name is Vince, which happens to be one of our saints, <laughs> which I've been meaning to have to look up St. Vincent. Anyways, he was like, my name is Vince, and I love you. Here's my Valentine's Day card. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I, didn't want to say. I didn't want to be rude, but I was like, <gasps> anyways. <laughs> Are you gonna stay with the one who loves you? Oh, I was torn, man. So torn. I was always so torn. Anybody can thump sides. I'm just gonna keep singing and think about my past. Are you gonna back to the one you love? Or are you gonna cry when they know they've lost you? Someone's gonna thank the stars above. I've gone out with Catholic boys. They were so nice. I love them. They were so kind. They were my best friends. I've had the best times, but they just weren't the right one for me, you know? I just kept holding out for my soulmate. So I lift up all the all the people if I've ever touched and has ever touched me. In all ways, Father, I lift them all up to you. All that I've done, good or bad. Because I know I've done a lot of one. I'm sure I've done a lot of bad, and I'm sorry. And I'm sure I've done a lot of good, too. I've, I know I have. I have. So, thank you. I'm, I'm so thankful I lift up everybody and everything to you, my Lord. All this whole world that we see face to face. We are not done yet. Come on, let's go. I don't know how much more I can take of this, you guys. Are you gonna st I'm gonna stay with the one I love. That's... Anyways, keep singing, all right? Get to the end. Finish it, all right? Are you gonna stay with the one who loves you? Are you gonna back to the one you love? Someone's gonna cry when they know they've lost you. Someone's gonna thank the stars above. Can we see if the song's loaded already? I can't sing no more. Thank you. Thank you. Please make my, shoot me out of my misery. Thank you. Glenn Fry, everyone. G-L-E-N-N space F-R-E-Y. The one you love. Thank you.
keep this video short. We're moving on to the next chapter of our Marinapsi. All right, if you agree to the first doggy that shouts, Mary, Mother of God, then you can proceed to listen to the second doggy, which is shouting out, Immaculate Conception, which declares, what the heck does that mean? Declares that Mary was conceived without any stain of original sin, you see. What does that mean? So, just as in the Old Testament OT, the Ark of the Covenant, remember that? That all-important Ark of the Covenant that if you touch, you will die? That they carried across the Jordan before and after? We'll read about that. Okay, we'll read about that. Anyways, just say yes for now. Just as in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant, yes, had to be made of the purest gold, yes, for it would contain the living presence of God, yes. So in the New Testament, great, NT, auntie, NT, right? The old and the new. We're bringing out the old and the new. Great. We need two percent, two percent. We have two eyes. Great. One on the left, one on the right. Great. It's a book. Got it. Okay, great. Pray. Now, let's put it together. Okay, great. So on the right hand, you have the, on the left hand, the Old Testament. On the right hand, you have the New Testament. Okay, great. On the New Testament, the vessel, vessel, cup, boat, vessel, navel, oh, belly button, hi, that would bear, bear, wound, womb, baby in my womb, sonogram, sonogram, listen up. The le sinless, sinless, no sin, son, he had no sin, duh, he ain't dirty, he's new, he's... Why would I want to? Okay, can we just um, agree on one thing right now? Did you know there is shit in your food? You're eating shit every day. Go look it up, please. Just go look it up. Feces in your food. Acceptable level. Yeah, it's in everything. Go look it up. I don't, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm going to finish the sentence and I'm going to show you on Frasier. It'll be funny. All right. The vest, okay. Okay. So, just as in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant had to be made of the purest gold, for it would contain the living presence of God. So, in the New Testament, the vessel that would bear the sinless God, Son of God, had herself to be without sin or blemish. Uh, let's see where else we can find this dogma in sacred scripture and sacred tradition. Coming right up after this funny episode from... Frasier, hello, comedy hour, duh. Okay, no comedy for you because I can't find it. But instead, I typed into Google, 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 acceptable level of feces in food. And guess what we get? FDA says, Title 21, Code of Federal Regulations, Part 110.110, allows the Food and Drug Administration FDA to establish maximum levels of natural or just unavoidable defects in food for human use that present, I don't know, click here, additives, grass, packaging, whatever, ingredients. CNN says, bugs, rodent hair, and poop. Much had, how much is legally allowed Peanut butter is one of the most controlled foods in the FDA list. An average one or more rodent hairs, oh, on average one or more rodent hairs and 30 or so insect fragments are allowed for every 100 grams. The typical, I don't know, click here, 
food safety training certification. Oh, great. Food contamination limits allowed by law. Food safety news. Check us out. The food detect action levels handbook is a publication of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration detailing acceptable levels of food contamination from sources such as maggots, thrips, insect fragments, quote-unquote foreign matter, unquote, I'm eating aliens, <clears throat> mold, rodent hair, and insect mammalian feces. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> USA Today also has a video with news all the way from 2015, June 11. FDA handbook lists acceptable levels of poop. Yep, they said it. I didn't. Poop. P-O-O. Poop. Rodent hairs. Cigarettes in food. Hello. Okay, then. Why am I complaining about weed when we're smoking cigarettes? Can Someone please make sense of this world for me. I don't understand no more. Mouse poop in the FDA. The FDA allows how, here's how much mouse poop the FDA allows. Hmm. Hot peppers, cinnamon bark. What, 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 what? The, um, that stuff I like. Wait, the amount of excrement. Excrete it. Excrete it out. Sheen it out. Permitted varies from food to food. Did you know? What are you eating? I don't know anymore. If it's not organic, what the hell is it? Why did you have to invent that word organic? What the was I eating before? <sighs> Anyways, many spices and herbs, including pepper, thyme, T-H-Y-M-E, thyme, hot peppers, oh yeah, cinnamon bark, oh, oregano, oh, have a limit of one milligram of excrement. Per pound of food. Yeah, that's not too bad. Milligrams, like, whatever. There are 450,000 milligrams in a pound. Whatever. So that's a pretty small fraction. Exactly. So you just got to look and see what you're eating, though. That's the moral of the story. You are what you eat. Bye-bye. Bon appetit. Oh, ratatouille.